In case 17-17-17, American Legion versus the American Humanist Association and the consolidated case, Justice Alito has the opinion of the Court. These cases concern the constitutionality of a memorial known as the Bladensburg Peace Cross. The Bladensburg Peace Cross has stood since 1925 as a tribute to 49 area soldiers who gave their lives in the First World War. Today, nearly a century later, we are asked to decide whether its presence on public land and the expenditure of public funds to maintain it violate the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. The symbol of the plain, uh, a plain white Latin cross took on new meaning in the wake of World War I. The graves of American soldiers who died abroad in that conflict were marked with temporary wooden crosses or Stars of David. And when Americans saw pictures of these cemeteries, they were struck by the rows and rows of plain white crosses. And that image of crosses row on row was emblazoned on the minds of Americans. When the world, when the War Department proposed to replace these temporary wooden grave markers with uniform marble slabs, rectangular marble slabs, as you will see in military cemeteries here in the United States, the public outcry against the proposal was so great that the plan was soon abandoned and permanent marble versions of the crosses and stars of David replaced the wooden symbols. And if you look today online at pictures of American military cemeteries in Europe, those from World War I and also from World War II, what, you, what will strike you is this image of rows of crosses, uh, rows, uh, row after row of plain white crosses. Local communities also recognized the cross's symbolism in the wake of the First World War. In late 1918, residents of Prince George's County, Maryland, formed a committee for the purpose of erecting a memorial for the county's fallen soldiers. The committee, which included the mothers of ten deceased soldiers, decided that the memorial should be a cross. Although today, more than a century later, we do not know precisely why the committee chose the cross for its monument, that decision is unsurprising since the symbol had become so widely associated with the war. The committee committee solicited donations from members of the community. In writing to thank a contributor, the committee treasurer explained that because her her son, quote, quote, lost his life in France, she felt that the memorial cross is, in a way, his gravestone. Many parents and other relatives of soldiers who died in Europe in World War I did not have the funds necessary to go there to visit those grave sites. So memorials to them here in the United States did become, in a really, in a very real sense, their gravestones. When the uh, Prince George's County Committee ran out of funds, the local post of the American Legion took over the project and finished the monument in 1925. The committee, the completed cross is 32 feet tall and sits on a large pedestal. The American Legion's emblem is displayed at its center and the words valor, endurance, courage, and devotion are inscribed at its base, one on each of the four faces. 
The pedestal also features a plaque listing the names of the 49 local men, both white and black, who died in the war. At the dedication ceremony, a local Catholic priest offered an invocation, and although this was not an era when Catholics and Baptists were exactly in the habit of participating together in ecumenical services, a Baptist pastor closed the ceremony with a benediction. Since its dedication, the cross has served as the site of patriotic events honoring veterans on uh, Veterans Day, Memorial Day, and Independence Day. In 1961, the American National Capital Park and Planning Commission acquired the cross and the land on which it sits in order to preserve the monument and address traffic safety concerns. Since that time, the Commission has spent public funds to maintain and preserve the cross. In 2014, the American Humanist Association, along with three residents of Washington, D.C. and Maryland, sued the Commission, alleging that the site of the memorial on public land is offensive and violates the Establishment Clause of the 14th Amendment. They asked that the cross be removed or demolished, or at least that the arms be amputated. The District Court rejected this argument, but the Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit reversed. The American Legion and the Commission petitioned for certiorari. We granted their petitions, and we now reverse. Two factors that inform our decision today are the role of the cross in commemorating the First World War and the soldiers who sacrificed their lives for this country in that conflict, and the longstanding nature of the monument at issue here. Immediately after World War I, communities across America built memorials to commemorate the fallen soldiers, and many of these memorials incorporated the image of the cross. The United States adopted the cross as part of its military honors and marked the grave sites of foreign soldiers abroad with white crosses or stars of David, creating an image that became inextricably linked with the ultimate price paid by 116,000 soldiers. This relationship undoubtedly influenced the design of World War I memorials. And though that may not have been the sole or dominant reason that various memorials incorporated the cross, the passage of time has made it all but impossible to tell. Regardless of the original reason for erecting a monument, the community may now wish to preserve it for very different reasons, such as the historic preservation and traffic safety concerns that the Commission pressed here. Finally, as World War I monuments have endured through the years and become a familiar part of the landscape, requiring their removal would not be viewed by many as a neutral act, but as a manifestation of hostility to religion. In analyzing the constitutionality of the Bladensburg Memorial, we do not apply the much-criticized lemon test. We also recognize that the cross remains a Christian symbol, but it may take on other meanings in some contexts, and that is the situation here. It reminds the people of Bladensburg of the deeds of their predecessors, both those who served in the war and those who erected the monument. It represents what relatives, friends, and neighbors of the soldiers felt at the time and how they chose to express their sentiment. It has become a part of the community. For many people, destroying or defacing the cross that has stood undisturbed for nearly a century would not be neutral. 
The memorial, and it would not further the ideals of respect and tolerance embodied in the First Amendment. The memorial could not serve this purpose if it was tainted by religious discrimination. More than 3,500 Jewish soldiers gave their lives for this country in the First World War, and their sacrifice must not be forgotten. But there is no evidence either that the name of any Jewish soldier from the area was excluded from the list on the, on the memorial or that the name of any Jewish soldier uh, was placed on the memorial against the wishes of his family. For these and other reasons set forth in our opinions, we reverse the judgment of the Fourth Circuit and remand the case for further proceedings. My colleagues and I have been quite prolific in our writing about this memorial. Justice Breyer has filed a concurring opinion in which Justice Kagan has joined. Justice Kavanaugh has filed a concurring opinion. Justice Kagan has filed an opinion concurring in part. Justice Thomas has filed an opinion concurring in the judgment. Justice Gorsuch has filed an opinion concurring in the judgment in which Justice Thomas has joined. Justice Ginsburg has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justice Sotomayor has joined.